Hi, and welcome to The Purple Chair. This is Trisha. And this is Christy. We are so glad that you joined us today. Girl, I have been dieting. Ugh, bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the doctor last week. I've just cut down on carbs. I, I feel like I don't want to necessarily say keto. It mm-hmm. is keto, but I don't want to go in. I really don't want to go into ketoacidosis. So, or ketosis, whatever yeah, they call it. Mm-hmm. And and I think that completely denying yourself almost makes it where you set you up for failure mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like an extreme, and I feel like we shouldn't be one extreme or mm-hmm. the other. So I've, I'm losing weight, but, like, I asked the doctor, I'm like, so when am I going to stop wanting, like, cake? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I'm like, everything else I'm good with, but now, like, I just want a pe- <laughs> can I have a piece of cake? Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sunday I did afford myself a little bit of cake and... Things have gone good. Right now, today, though, I'm on an egg diet for the next two days. Mm. So I'm only eating eggs mm. and drinking water, and I'll let you know if I survive. Well, I decided I was going to start, I was going to try to drink a, they say to drink a gallon of water a day. And there's no way. I mean, come on. I bought this water jug, and when I did the math on it, I'm supposed to drink four of these a day. <laughs> Can I tell you, I only make it through one. I was going to say, do you float all day long? Maybe one and a half. Are you in the bathroom all day? And I'm like, no, but I'm, I feel like I'm, I have water up to here. I'm like, <laughs> water, the sound of water makes me gag now. Really? Are you putting any kind of flavoring or anything in it? No, I'm just trying to, you know, swig it down all day long. It's hard. Yes, gosh. Oh, it's hard. We really develop some bad eating habits through life. You know, mm-hmm. I blame I my to. mother because I am... My biggest issue is I'm a huge snacker. Like, I don't even have to have a meal. Mm-hmm. I could just snack all day long. Mm-hmm. I've raised a daughter that way as well. My mom was a snacker. So it just has been this generational curse, basically. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> if it's chips or a little Debbie, I'm just, You're I'm there going, yeah, it. I'm there. Mm-hmm. Yes. So today I wanted to talk about friendships. To me, you know, like reflecting over the last 45 years, I have I have some really good friends I don't see them every day, but sometimes I haven't seen them in lots of years, but they're the kind of friends that you know that if you needed them, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. No questions asked, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. No judgment, no, you know, they're going to encourage you. And I have those friends, but as I look around and see, even with me trying to be a friend to someone else, everybody's really skeptical. They're mm-hmm. very easy to kind of turn on you. And you're like standing there like, uh, like all I've done is try to help you. Mm-hmm. And so what now? I've had friends that just quit talking to me, wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't even come to me and tell me why they weren't mm-hmm. talking to me anymore. Mm-hmm. That's the, isn't that the worst? It really is. Like it. Like be an adult and tell me what I did. Right. Like if there's, if I've done something, my gosh, you know, at least give me a chance Mm -hmm. to explain, explain or apologize Mm -hmm. because maybe I didn't even know. And I feel like women are so hard on each other. Do you feel that way? Mm -hmm. I feel like we just hold each other to such a standard that, I mean, I go back to like, I've had friends who their boyfriends had cheated on them and they were mad at the girl and not the guy. Mm hmm. I'm like, why are we so hard on each other? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Oh, gosh. I know from experience, for me, I grew up with someone who I considered my best friend. Right. And it took me from the age of 12 until about while well, I was in my 30s. Grace was probably six, five or six, to realize that she just used me through this whole 
that she wasn't a good friend. No. <laughs> and, I, you know, it took me that long to realize that the relationship was hurting me more than it was helping me. Mm. And I just had to cut her loose. Right. You know? Right. And I think it's those kind of people that kind of put a bad taste in your mouth as far as, like, Right. Why do you want to be friends with me? Right. Exactly. You know, what's your agenda? What's we become skeptical. Right. And I feel, and, and I feel like women are very. Oh. It's it's like a competition. I know with this particular friend, we didn't see each other very often, but when we did see each other, she always wanted to ask me, "What kind of car are you driving?" Mm. I just moved into a house, and it's a four bedroom house, and it's beautiful, and it's big, and it's, and you know, I'm like, well, that's great, great. You right. Know? Happy for you. Is there anything else we can talk about? Right. <laughs> in this relationship, you know? Right. So I think women are just, I don't know why, but they feel they need to one up right. each other. I'm really experienced this a lot over the last several years where I feel like, have you ever walked into a situation and you, I mean, like one-on-one, this person's your friend, and then you walk into like a group and you feel like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And that's happened to me a couple times. And I'm like, I am, you know... Now I'm 45 years old. Like, I talk about things. Mm-hmm. So if you have an issue with me, if I have done something, I just don't understand why we cannot be honest. Mm-hmm. We expect honesty and transparency mm-hmm. from all of our relationships. Women are just like that. We expect that from someone else, mm-hmm. but we are not so much willing to give that to other people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. And I think that it does go back to maybe a lot of it is rooted in jealousy or envy and they are mad at you, but not really for a good reason. So it's hard for them to really sit and talk to you about it because it well, be, will make Well, them... because they can't even tell you why they're mad. Right. They don't know why they're mad. Right. Right. <laughs> That's so confusing. <laughs> and I just feel like, you know, I mean, I know that sometimes the Lord protects us from certain people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we may never understand why someone doesn't like us or maybe why they're not talking to us or maybe why they abruptly ended a a relationship. And I just have to have, you know, I pray about it. Sometimes it really bothers me, especially ones that I like truly Mm -hmm. loved. I really wanted to be their friend. Like Mm -hmm. I wanted them to be my friend, you know, someone that you wanted to get to know and didn't really get the chance to know. Right. Right. And I feel like as I've gotten older, God has sent so many people. And it's not the people that necessarily I'm with all the time. These are people that really can see me for who I am, mm-hmm. can appreciate that my strengths and my weaknesses, and can encourage me and even, you know, be honest with me. Like, hey, you need to, mm-hmm. you need to quit doing that, girl, because mm-hmm. that's like crazy. That's the kind of friend I am. Right. I'm just like, give it to me. <laughs> You know, right, right. And tell I me feel, what I did, you know, and I'm gonna tell you what you did. Right. And I feel like I give off that vibe. Like if I come to you, trust me as look, maybe that's my problem. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like if I come to you and I am, you know, especially with the calling on my life and then kind of being a pastor's wife and, you know, guiding and leading. If I come to you in love, mm-hmm. it's truly in love. If I was going to call you out, Girl, I'm going to call you out in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. But if I'm coming to you and I'm like, hey, um, I just really feel like, you know, we need to talk about this. And I have the same correction in my life. It is good. Mm-hmm. It is good to have people that will call you out if you are acting mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. or if you are just being downright like, what what's going on? Mm-hmm. Or to tell you that you, you know, you don't wear that again. Or, right. Like, 
Girl, what were, you what were you thinking? Did you not look in the mirror before you left the house today? <laughs> exactly. You know, what I mean? like give me those kind of friends. I mean, you can say it in love and in mm-hmm. fun. And I think that we could build such a great community of women if we all could just be real with each other. The other thing I feel, and this has been something, you know, like all my life, I like to talk about things. If mm-hmm. there's issues, let's talk them out. If there is a question, let's sit down and communicate. And I think that sometimes we will only have one person that we will confide stuff in. And then we have this expectation and we get angry when somebody doesn't reach out to us Mm -hmm. when we haven't told them anything. Mm -hmm. We're so afraid of people telling our business. But sometimes it takes a village Mm -hmm. to, I think about stories in the Bible. These women were day in and day out if, you know, Mary needed some money because her husband hadn't worked in a while. The whole community of women came Mm -hmm. together. They shared their food. They shared. And we are so scared of anybody knowing anything of our business Mm -hmm. that we will give up good friendships when somebody out of concern said, hey, I really want to do something nice. Mm -hmm. They're struggling right Mm -hmm. now. And then we get mad because somebody said something about us having a struggle. Listen, I have had women come to me because their kids were out of hand. Mm. And they want advice. Then when you give them advice... They get mad because they don't like the advice you give them. Right. Right. I'm like, why can't we be sisters? Right. Don't ask me for my advice if you don't. I'm not going to give give you the advice that you think you want to hear. Right. Right. I'm going to give you my advice. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I have lost friends over their children. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, yeah. or they were at my house and I corrected them. Not in a mean or malicious way. Right. I corrected them. Mom got upset. Mom quit coming mm-hmm. over and hanging out. Right. But isn't that what community is, though? It's, that's what su- community is supposed to be. It does take a village. Every mm-hmm. person that is in your child's life for any amount of time, that is, they're pouring into them. They mm-hmm. are helping rear your child. The school is not the enemy. They're helping to rear, rear your mm-hmm. child. In fact, sometimes they spend more waking hours with them than you do. Mm-hmm. So instead of fighting against it, why can't we come together and help each other? Mm-hmm. You know, watch the kids if you see a mom that's, you know, don't, you don't have to like, you know, put her down for looking like she's stressed oh, out. or mm-hmm. You know, we should be lifting each other up. And I think that's really the point that I wanted to make Um, with this episode today is are we uplifting people or are we happy to see them fail right and we should always want each other to win absolutely and the thing is is if we surround ourselves with people that have made it to where we're where we're you know going that only helps us they have already plowed the way so why Mm -hmm. not take their advice and do what you know they encourage you to do Mm mm-hmm And I think sometimes these relationships are almost worse in churches. And I don't know why that is because, you know, the Bible talks about friendships and relationships and brothers and sisters in Christ. And if we aren't showing the love of Christ Mm -hmm. to each other, then what are we doing? Mm -hmm. What, how are we supposed to grow the kingdom of God? How are we supposed to raise our children in church? You know, I feel like, most of the time, our kids have more ki- more friends outside of the church than they do in true. the church. Mm-hmm. They're hanging out with friends outside of the church and not their friends inside of church. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need to do better in bringing people together. 
bringing families together. Well, it's funny that you brought this up because Grace is, my daughter is learning this. And I take responsibility because I keep my circle extremely small. Mm -hmm. I don't have a lot of people. Right. That I feel I can go to. I There are probably people out there that I can go to. Right. And that's that's on me. Right. But she has modeled after me. Mm-hmm. And she just broke up with her boyfriend. Or I'm not sure how that happened. But anyway, <laughs> they're the not together breakup. anymore. <laughs> yes. And so she sits at home mm-hmm. depressed and feeling that I'm so lonely. I'm, no. You have people at church you can be friends with. Right. You have people at school you could be friends with. So we've been forcing her to branch out. Why don't you call this person up and you guys go hang out? Right. You can drive. Go pick her up. Right. Go find something to do. Right. Hang out. Get you some friends. Mm -hmm. So that way when your boyfriend breaks up with you or however it happens, you have somebody to turn to. Right. And you're not feeling lonely. Right. And I think, you know, we are so timid and scared because if we've been burnt once or whatever, Mm -hmm. which all goes into the forgiveness thing, which I don't even want to get into that today, but um, (laughs) we hold, women hold each other so stringently to like, if you mess up, Mm -hmm. we don't have unconditional love for Mm -hmm. our friends like that. It's like, if you mess up or if I don't like you, or if you spent more time with her than I got to spend with her, (laughs) And so we just create these this jealousy and animosity. And then when we don't heal those places, we do pass it down mm-hmm. because we give our children um, insecurity. And if they can trust a friend or mm-hmm. not, if they can be a good friend or not. I remember my daughter, Erica, when she was in school, one of the things, which I always thought this was so funny um, and so kind of odd and off mm-hmm. the off the norm, but every time she would get a report card, and the, this is many, many teachers over many, many years. They would always put on there, Erica is such a good friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, are you really like <laughs> thinking about that? Or I mean, right. <laughs> but that was one of the comments they always made. I mean, you know, probably some kids got like talks too much or something like mm-hmm. that. But she really got recognized for being such a good friend. And she is. She is. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably far better than I've ever done because I do. I'm, I can really wear my emotions on my sleeve sometimes. And I've really had to grow through that over the years. But she is a good friend. She cares. She's there. She puts up with a lot, too. (laughs) Yeah, and she puts up with a lot. She's Mm -hmm. very forgiving. She's patient. And sometimes that has hurt her behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And some of her friends don't even realize how bad they've hurt her. But I've always encouraged her to communicate. It should be okay for us to go to somebody and say, hey, Mm -hmm. you hurt me without the fear of them not being our friend anymore. Right. And I think that's where we get caught up and we really um, rob ourselves of great relationships because we just won't put ourselves out there or we abort a relationship or friendship too quickly. Mm-hmm. Well, our scripture this week comes from Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either one of them falls down, one can help the other one up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. So this week, we just encourage you to either start a new friendship with someone that you may not think would be a good relationship, or maybe rekindle one that you've maybe just let go for fear of betrayal. Go and communicate and surround yourself with really good women. Be vulnerable. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us this week. 
If you're having any trouble with forgiveness or if you have any questions, please make sure you inbox us. And as always, we just appreciate our listeners and thank you for tuning into The Purple Chair. 